We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to bramangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. The art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB studio. Hello. Hey now. <laughs> you go. No, no, you go. No. You go. We're just saying hello to each other. Why do we say hello to each other? It's like, like we haven't been sitting here for like five minutes. It's ridiculous. Hello, Lisa. Welcome. Yeah. There he goes. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Ooh, acting nice. podcast. That was, I love, that was crisp. <laughs> um, hey, gang. Uh, so we're, <laughs> anyways, what we're here talking about something really interesting. We uh, work with hundreds and hundreds of actors, yeah? And then there are certain of those actors who are booking work consistently, who are finding consistent success, like multiple series regulars sort of deal. And in the course of our 10 years of the studio, but then also years before that, so multiple decades between us, it feels like there's some through lines. There's some things that, characteristics of these people that we're seeing fairly consistently that, you know, in truth, not everyone has the capacity for, certainly not all the time, but this is some of that next level shit. Um, and, and I want to offer that with a bit of a caveat that, that, that I don't want this to turn into like, uh, you need to grind and like Kobe Bryant got up at 4 a.m. every day to train and like, cause that, you may not be wired that way, not, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's okay, right? Like I'm not, I'm not advocating for you to be obsessive. Um, but at the same time, like there's there, if you want this, um, this, some of these, you know, notions that we touch on here might be what it's going to take. Yeah. Um, and by the way, like, so this is like, you know, assuming before you do anything, you're going to have to be in full acceptance that you are an actor, you know, like no sort of one foot in one foot out and, um, you know, sure do and be other things, have a full life, but, but you're going to have to know in your bones that you're an actor. You're going to have to be crystal clear about why you're doing this. Like all those things have to be in place before we get to any of these, what we're calling this, this next level shit. Um, these, these badass practices, you know, that, um, that, that we believe are required for success. Um, so I, I want to offer that here just lest this turns into screaming at someone to work 25 hours a day. Cause that's not what this takes. Um, but also, you know, like, so you, you hear where it's this balance here. Well, it like, is a balance and it's a dance between those things. And also to mention that I want to just address the word talent 
you know, because some people feel like, well, they have talent. Meryl Streep has talent. Kobe Bryant has talent. Those are people who are more talented. You know, I believe everybody has talent and it's really what you do with it and what you're willing to do with it. And you're open to do with it that, that shifts and gets you to that place where you are approaching that next level for yourself and for your own individual talent and expression of that talent. And I also think in, in this game, uh, art, you know, um, it's less of, um, um, about like, well, listen, if you're not over six foot, you're likely not going to make it into the group of 300 people or whatever who are in the NBA, right? So, so uh, if you're 5'9", like me, like, you, no, it's just not going to happen for you. Okay. Um, so this is more about like a unique human expression. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't think that's the case that to be a movie TV star or whatever, you know, you, there are certain characteristics that only certain people have and they are born with them. Some of that probably is at play as it relates to, you know, some of the divisions in our society that allow people privilege rather than others. But, um, but in terms of talent, I, I it's a different, it's a different game, you yeah. know, like Neil Young, who does not have a good singing voice, many might say, moves me on a deep level. I know, right? me too. And you know what? I, I just joined Spotify, and I know he's not there for all the right reasons, but I wish he was, because his voice, his voice, which is not his talent, maybe. It, you well, know. his vulnerability is his talent. Exactly. And it comes through in his voice, which cracks, That's right. and yeah. he doesn't really care. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and it's moving. It is, and it's yeah. very Neil Young that he's not on Spotify. He shouldn't yeah. be on Spotify. He, he was should, sued he in the 1980s. He should be. He should not be. Yeah, yeah, no, no. He was sued in the 1980s for producing music that was uncharacteristic of Neil Young, <laughs> which is very Neil Young, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. let's talk about this next level shit, right? We're yeah. just going to offer a few of these notions. The first is this, that, that you're going to have to engage in what we believe to be like a disciplined commitment to a consistent practice. There's just like no two ways about that. Um, and we've said this before, but I, I, like, let's really get into some detail here about what these folks are doing. Um, like to do what you do, to book the jobs in an industry that's this competitive where success is super elusive. And then once it's achieved, like maintaining it is even harder you're going to have to be in the consistent practice of your craft. And, and, and to do that, you're going to have to exhibit a great deal of discipline to commit to that practice consistently over the course of decades. It is likely the case, I'm going to be a dick here, it's likely the case that you're not acting enough. It's likely the case that your desire, your dream, is not matched with a structure of practice to support that dream. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's like a unscientific poll, but like based on the stuff that we're seeing. Um, and, and, and that's what you're looking at. You're looking at decades, right? Like it, it's, it's more than preparing for a specific audition or mastering a specific technique. It's mostly about staying emotionally open in an industry that, and a world, frankly, that is trying to injure you, not even trying, does injure you. Right. Um, and, and, and so again, like I need to take that Meisner class because I need to, uh-uh. Like, it's about maintaining a beginner's mentality so that you can stay flexible enough um, to deal with all the variables that come up. Um, and, and you're not going to be able to control those variables, right? So, like, it's the consistent practice of that kind, not this obsessive, I need to book, so let's obsess and have this myopic focus on um, on, on the finer points of self-taping or, or, or booking. It's less about what specific style you're practicing and more about that you are deep in process. There's no graduation here. There's no moment when you cross a threshold after which like you're good, you're done. Like people who are booking these TV series, when you get off that first TV series, you like every other actor have no idea where the next job's coming and you're shit scared that it won't happen, that maybe you're done. Like, so what do you do in that situation, yeah. right? Like you're you shit scared to, if, from episode to episode that you're oh, going to lose your job. Fired. That's you right. know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's, it's like going to the gym, this level of practice. But it has to be. And if you want to connect that back to Kobe Bryant, it's you can't, you know, because we often talk about being an athlete, you know, as an actor. You can't run the marathon without preparing for it. You can't be, walk out onto the field or the court you know, or, 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 or be in the Olympics or be at that level without a deep, consistent practice that may border on obsessive for those people. Sure, they're different. They're a different breed because of something they're wired a certain way, but they are in this deep, consistent practice 
all the time. The the gym is all the time for decades, as you say. And I think that's something that actors that we all forget sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I can't afford it. I don't have the time for it. I don't know that I need it. So what is that we're challenging you just to, to look at what is that for you to be so deep in this thing that then you get to move to that next level. And again, the assumption is that you've accepted that this is who you are. You know why you're doing it. On some level, you love it. And so, you know, because like, again, like you have to stay open. To book work, you have to be emotionally open. You have to be engaged. And there is a calcification that happens in in minds and hearts of human beings by virtue of being a human being in the world, let alone a hypersensitive actor who's in an emotionally violent industry, right? So, and and listen, I mean, th that's one of the challenges in humans as, as we age. We get locked into um, to our beliefs, locked into the way of doing things. And then as actors, the medium changes just like that, right? Mm. Like, which, by the way, it, the medium so self-tapes now, but it always yeah. changes yeah. Yeah. from the talkies to this, to that, to the other. Go research what actors did during World War One and II. It's, it, it may look similar to what happened during the pandemic, right? Like, everything changed. Right. And and in order to, to adjust um, and not be in that place where you're spending three years, and it's been almost three years now, talking shit about self-tapes and how much they suck and ugh, it's the worst, and remember when, and then bringing that energy into your self-tapes, like three years now, yeah. as opposed to being in that practice, consistent practice of openness and flexibility, and if not that medium, then this medium, um, and, and, and then sure, like have your feelings about it, but also we adjust, and where is the space for my art here? Like that flexibility but, only happens with practice. And that I think cool. that's the biggest thing. Where is there space for your art here? Because bringing your art and whatever that means to you, take a moment even to write about that right now or, or when you're done listening to this. If you're not in the practice of being an artist, of expressing your unique voice, of bringing art to your self-tapes, to all the work that you do, then you're missing the whole point. Because what you are is... is uh, a vessel of, of, of art and a vessel of human expression, right? right? And, if, and so how do you do that so deeply and consistently? And deep is an interesting word we should identify and talk about, because what does that really mean to work at a deeper level so that you're always, always um, moving through it in, in, a, in a personal, committed, excited, um, expansive way? Right, and the only way to get that, because the industry and your mind and the fear and the scarcity will pull you in that place of trying to be the opposite of that, trying to protect, right? Because like, again, you're hypersensitive. Protect, you're control, you know, right. you know be, be, do what they say, et cetera. The only way to combat that on any level, and in this case, a championship level, because there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people who also want that job, the only way to get to that place is through consistent practice, right? And and it gives you that humility, it makes you uh, um, understand that you are not bigger than the work, it gives you that alacrity, that flexibility, uh, you know, and again, we see this in class. Um, there is an actor who works consistently, um, multiple TV series, and during the pandemic, um, was also as best as they could, because shooting was all sorts of things during the pandemic, but, but as best they could continued with the show, um, decided to take up, you know, a parent, like really busy life, also decided to take up a new instrument during the pandemic. And, and when he told me it was sort of funny and like, but I'm like, no, no, that's it. That's it right there, right? Like that's, that is his unfair advantage against every other actor, that, that, that he is either wired that way or in the practice of that or loves. I'm going to fall on my face again in the free time that I do have, uh, and it keeps him engaged and, and humble and outwardly expressed. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so his lifestyle is a practice of openness and engagement and exploration and curiosity, and it plays out in all the ways. And making art. That's right. Even though it may like, what is having doing a that? What is taking up an instrument have to do with booking a self tape? It, it's interesting. It, it's the same. It's the same. It's just a, an extension of the same thing. That's right. right. It's, yeah. It's how they live their lives. And and you know, frankly, you know, uh, outside of all the other awards that actors here have gotten for acting, the actors here who have won non acting Oscars and and Grammys and all that stuff, like to me, it's so clear 
that that the validation that they get for their art across the board or films and festivals and winning awards there it's a, it's such a like it's the same shit it's the same shit because they're in that practice of uh, of openness of curiosity of exploration and they live their life that way and they need to express it right they Absolutely. they realize yeah. like, so like come back to what is that that your need to express your art what does that look like right. i've been writing poetry I know you have. You do? Of course, what do you mean, of course? Of course I know. <laughs> and I can't believe it, because like, who the fuck would ever think I'd be writing poetry? I write poetry every single day now. I've got this place where I write it, and it makes me so happy, but also I realize, oh, this is me expressing my voice, and, and this is my art, and I don't know that I'll ever show it to anybody. Um, well, I've shown it to a couple people, but not very many. And I love that it surprises me, but I go, oh, this is me being in my artist gym by myself, yeah. I'm not really in, in concert with anybody, but it's like, it's it's just opening up my mind. And if I write at a certain time of day, it expands my mind, it helps me teach better, it helps me be a better human, mm-hmm. it helps me re- remember, come back to, oh, this is me expressing my vo- unique voice in a way that is uh, powerful and exciting and shifting. And I'm doing this like friggin' decades into my life and career, you know? And it's like, and but it also means how do you be open to that to say you know i'm going to take up an instrument i'm going to take up photography i'm going to cook a certain way i'm going to write poetry yeah ladies and gentlemen we're pleased to announce that risa will present her first poem <laughs> no, no not here not, no, here. No, not here or not now no but no. but you're absolutely right and and so like for actors it requires this like sort of diffusion of this anxious focus, this compulsive, obsessive focus, I need to book the job, so then my practice and my training must be about booking the job, but your job is art, right? So like, again, it's a, it's a certain kind of consistent practice. Um, this other actor, I actually haven't told you about this because I just sort of found out, um, who's been with us for, for a long time, who we love so much, booked a TV series and I could cry, it's like the greatest thing ever. Uh, and this actor's been at it for a long, long time because it's who they are, right? Not because they've been grinding to get to this place. Mm-hmm. They can do anything but. And part of what they do is writing. Part of what they do is stand-up. And during the pandemic, like there's something in stand-up and writing that is, a, 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 there's a consistency in that practice that is like required, right? Particularly for stand-up. You're always writing and you can do it on Zoom during the pandemic. But it was because of that practice that they, that they stayed in in the consistent output of their art, right? Mm-hmm. So like there was no uh, atrophy during the pandemic. It shifted, but there was no atrophy. Mm-hmm. So that when opportunities arose towards the tail end of the pandemic, there was no like, I have to n- like really come back up again, right? It was because they were, it was always flowing, just in a, maybe a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's, again, like it's a testament to uh, that person's commitment to that practice it's not easy though always because there's so much in the way of that you know there's so much in your heart we get it that says i i can't do this right now i need to pull back from it i need to protect myself i i'm scared you know i don't know how or what that would look like so we're talking about doing some work on yourself but but also and and i want to talk about that because that's an important piece of it but also by contrast to some of this yeah there's the actors who have done the really hard work of choosing to be an actor, right? Like that's a bold declaration to declare to yourself and other people, this is what I'm doing. But then spend years in a place of just like waiting for the additions to come in and and that is their only expression. That is their only training. Um, And again, like this is not for the faint of heart and there are absolutely times and everyone that I'm talking about here, like there are times when they have to stop and regroup and they hit walls and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. and all this requires time and energy and blah, blah, blah. But also, this is the next level shit. So, like, it, it, it really, if you find yourself in a place, and um, let's call it what it is, people can spend decades in this place of almost hiding in the elusive nature of, of success as an actor, right? I've declared myself an actor, um, but it's really hard. So, um, you know, auditions come in or they don't. And, and you sort of wait for that to happen, and you get locked in. Um, and it just, it requires a consistent reinvention, a, con- a consistent exploration, um, yeah. self-knowing, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I actually think it's harder to be an actor and not do these things because I think of the, that feeling of paralysis, of stuckness, of hitting walls, of disappointment, 
um, you're suffering of lack of forward motion because you're yeah. waiting for someone else to move you forward. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, so, so this is the practice that we see pretty consistently leads to, um, leads to success. Yeah. And it's exciting to watch it and experience it, but it takes bravery. It takes self-knowing and it takes, um, it takes a willingness to be patient with this as well That's and right. to know that you're going to be on this journey for a long time and there will there will be ups and downs in it. Um, and uh, when you choose to step out of your comfort zone, yeah. that's when the things those things happen. And really trust what that, that core thing is. If it, it, I mean, I went through that a year ago. Like, what lights me up? Because if, if I'm not finding that thing, then I'm not moving forward, right? And then suddenly, and maybe not so suddenly, you reconnect with that fire, and you go, oh, yeah, that's what I meant to do. And then you do it, you know, with, with bravery and abandon and, and the fullest commitment, and everything shifts. Yeah. And, and I mean, as you said, like, it's both a long game, but then also in a flash, right? Like it feels like a flash, right. but, but it, it is. But it's decades, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and that's I think one of the reasons why we're not advocating for this grinding, you know, uh, sort of situation, right? Like not advocating for you to be obsessive to the exclusion of, of being a human being. The 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 social media like Instagram videos of Elon Musk declaring that it takes 120 hours a week of work, like that guy's a jackass, and that is just that's bullshit and ignores so many variables that led to his success. It's not human, right? like, it's right. not, yeah, yeah. And 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 as we said, like not everyone is Kobe Bryant, um, but also like actors aren't athletes, and what I mean by that is like athletes have a finite amount of time in which they can be successful because their body changes. Um, Actors have actual decades, right? Like Betty White, Dorothy Steele, like they were in their 90s, professional actors in their 90s. And you should think that way, right? That this is a decades long sort of thing. So you're going to have to make the practice fresh and interesting to you and exciting. It actually can't hurt because if it hurts, you're likely going to stop. And there's that balance between like, are you being challenged? But like if it's toxic and you're being injured, because again, this is not some some like Joe Rogan, like broed up muscle flexing, like let's get ripped, bro, or whatever. Like you're training to make room for your vulnerability, right? Your 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 nervous system as much as possible. So that's yeah. a different kind yeah. of training than 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 the productivity porn that that's out there on the internet that it doesn't address. Right. right. Absolutely. And and speaking of that it takes decades and that it's a lifelong thing and it can happen whenever because there's nothing defining you as, as done. I just want to speak to the whole sense of I've got to do this before I get older, especially for women, you know, and this is an ageist industry and it will discard you and make you uh, declare you obsolete. But that's not really true. If you, if you, if you decide, look, my growth and my evolution as a human being is exciting. And, and when I, when I'm 45 or, you know, I'm going to be a whole other person and I'm going to be more myself and a more exciting, viable person, hopefully without a lot of, um, plastic surgery, but that there is this incredible opening for you to evolve over decades and find yourself anew. And I can say that because I've been here many, many decades and you just, and it's, and it's extraordinary to say, Oh wait, that part of me is, is new and fresh and alive and I'm evolving. Um, and you can keep, and you can and must keep growing. So just, I, I know for, especially for women, like I'm turning 30. Oh my God, I'm turning 40. Oh my God. Like I'm I'll I'll be done. And yeah, it's, it sucks when, you know, a man can be vital. You can be George Clooney and get sexier. And then women become grandmothers at 40 on commercials. You know, you got to You got to redefine that for yourself, you know, as you evolve um, and, and your mentality is uh, adjusted in terms of what next level is for you as you, because that's like, fucking exciting yeah. as and, you get older. And and, and uh, that notion of getting older and being an actor, like again, it assumes that that, that you're at this for decades, right? Yeah, yeah. And, so, and, and in that intensity is not as important as consistency. Yeah. So, but, but either way, you're gonna have to commit to a practice and that means taking action. So um, it like the actual step of pulling out the seven day calendar and and blocking off actual time and and you start with three to five hours a week because let's just again consistency um and it needs to be collaborating with other people who keep you accountable and and you know doing it consistently and and that means if you miss a day for whatever reason you gracefully come back the next day and and again and again and again week after week and by the end of the year you have a good full year of consistent work 
Mm. And, and the discipline is finding a way to show up when you don't feel like it. Um, and and that's, that's, that comes back to, to reaffirming your why um, and your goals, so your, you know, your values, so that's all clear. Um, and also finding a community helps too, as I said. Yeah, and doing it in all kinds of ways, like going back to, you know, writing music and becoming a cinematographer mm. because your self-tapes taught you that that might be exciting or an editor or, yeah. you know, cooking, uh, writing poetry, writing scenes, writing stories. You know, one of the things that... Um, happens in my Saturday morning class that has happened consistently is the creation of work, which for me personally, selfishly, is the most exciting thing I can see actors do. And it doesn't mean I'm not focused on acting work with actors and self-tape work and all that stuff because it's all the it's same, same yeah, to me. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> and one informs the other and grows the other and evolves the other and it's exciting. But when I watch those people in that group and some of them are teachers here at the studio, and some of them have been, you know, expanding to the point where they're, um, they're uh, creating work that's helping, that's giving them the confidence to book work. Because I see the we see the correlation all the time. When I see I, they'll do anything I throw at them, that's where it feels athletic to me. It's like the I, I was curious about short stories because um, I was about to write one. I thought, well, I'm just going to have the actors in class write it write short stories. And I thought, well, I don't know what this will do. So they started writing the most unbelievable stories. One is turning into a book and one actor who's also a teacher at the studio and, and Alex, I'll um, uh, say her name because she writes these stories about um, growing up in the, in, the, in the deep South in Mississippi. And they're mind blowing. They make steel magnolias look like, you know, kindergarten. And w every time she reads a story to us, and acts it out because she's an actor. All the parts were like, this is a one-person show, this is a book, this is an epic thing. She finally, she told me the other day <clears throat> that she booked uh, the Edinburgh Festival. She just said, I'm not gonna, I have to book it. So she's booked a slot in the festival. She's going with her sister, she's got a director. She is now accountable to herself to take these stories and put them on their feet um, and follow the Phoebe Waller-Bridge version. And I know for a fact that these stories are gonna be you know, epic and extraordinary and she's holding herself accountable and and by doing this, she's she's starting to book self tapes. I was gonna say, if you're listening to that story and thinking, yeah, yeah but what a short story. What the fuck about like I'm trying to like, how is this gonna help me book the self tape? The answer is this is that next level shit. Yeah. She is she is teaching from that place, she is writing from that place, and it's giving her the freedom, you know, and the authority and the practice to show up in her self-tapes like a completely different artist yeah. because she is in the practice of making art right. everywhere she goes. So the bottom line is you're gonna have to be acting a lot. You're gonna have to be creating a lot consistently over decades, even when it's not convenient, even when no one's inviting you to act or create. And even when you don't feel like it. That's right. When you wake up in the morning and you're like, yeah, sure, have those days when you stay in bed and, you know, watch White Lotus, you know, for 10 hours. Like, sure, fine, do all that stuff. We like that show. Do we like that I show? do. Yeah, yeah. Why? I watched the first one on a plane once and I'm like, eh. You mean the first season? The first, yeah, yeah. Season you know, season two is much better. Yeah, yeah. It just had its... Um, Finale. Um, Part of it's everyone's talking about. You know when that happens. I know, like, hey, I know, no, I know, no, I'll, I know. I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. Stick with it. But it, so certainly watch the second season. And you know why it's so great? Because I mean, Mike White. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, you know, and he's yeah. been no, around yes. for decades, yeah. doing love his him. weird, crazy shit, right. and he's on Survivor. I love those actors. I love you know, the actors on that thing. Yeah. For sure. And and he just like he's in, in collaboration with these people. There's an interesting uh, interview out with him and many of his actors have been interviewed lately because it is the thing. But I love him. He's, he's one of those people. You know, and you may say, but that's Mike White. He's so interesting and weird and doing his own thing and you know, beating his own drum or whatever the expression is. Um, but, he, uh, but he's like, I don't know, I'm just making this up. And the great thing he says is when people ask him, like, so so did they go in the thing and do the thing? He goes, maybe. I don't know. You have to ask the actors. <laughs> like, I wrote this thing. I don't know what they did in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but but probably. But, I mean, I left that up to them, you know. And then they show, I like thought, oh, my God, like, he's, he's he so trusts his voice. But he, again, he's been around a long time, right? And he's, like... Is he hitting his stride? Yeah, he's becoming part of popular culture. 
but he's that kind of person who's just unapologetic and does his own thing and and is willing to to push the limits and go to a place where people are going, oh my God, that's insane. I love it. And what we're all responding to is that he's he's you know he's pushing the boundaries and he's 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 bringing such a unique perspective and voice to it and he's putting that into his actors to trust of amazing actors. And then you're like that to me. That's that next level shit. You know. Um, let's offer another characteristic here that we're seeing of mm-hmm. actors who are um, successful consistently. Um, part of that next level shit is you're going to have to be doing the work of healing yourself Mm. Mm. emotionally and otherwise. There's just no two ways about that. You're going to have to take that fearless inventory, as they say. Um, The horrible joke of pursuing an acting career is that more often than not, actors are hypersensitive people in an emotionally violent industry, which means you're going to be emotionally injured. You're going to be disregarded. You're going to feel disrespected. And and if you're consistently injured by it, it's gonna start making you wall up to the degree that um, you're not gonna be able to do your actual job. Like if you're reacting to the industry in habitual ways, right? Like that that rejection or that you didn't get that job because of X, Y, or Z is uh, is bringing up the same stuff because you know dad left when you were a kid or whatever. Um, and you're responding in habitual ways, in similar ways. If those injuries feel that uh, that personal, um, it really is going to take a toll on your mental health to the point where you won't be able to persist in this industry. Right? It's hard. You're going to take emotional beats. And so then, parallel to underneath um, any work that you do within the industry is going to have to be uh, um, the work of self-knowing, of looking inside, of of checking yourself consistently. Uh, which is really hard. Like, can, like even as I say this, on top of pursuing an acting career, you're also going to have to. But like, this is not accounting, right? Like, this is there are emotional triggers at every turn. It is so personal. Mm. You're offering your heart every self right? Like the very invalidation of your life choices, your your emotional life is on the line every single audition. It feels like, and not only that, like your feelings about money, about. Um, you know, your usefulness your as a value. human being, yeah, yeah. the way you look. I mean, all of that is on the cutting board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you have these points of contact with the industry, it is so easy to get into some weird dependency relationship with an, with an agent or manager. So easy to transfer parent relationships onto people in the industry, including acting teachers, right? So, so in order to navigate that stuff so that A, you're not injured, so you like aren't taken out of the industry, you're gonna have to have a structure of, um, uh, of, and this looks like different things. I was about to sort of like, it can be meditation, it can be writing, it can be therapy, it can be, the, the, but you have to decide what that is for you so that you stay whole and healthy and can approach the industry with a level of generosity that you have something to give, right? Because the industry can't take care of your financial needs. It's not designed to do that. Your, emotional, your emotional needs, needs right. your artistic needs even. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to create a structure outside of the industry that fulfills those things yep. so that when you approach the industry, you can show up with something in the tank. And it, it's, I love that you're saying that, and, and I believe that it's required in order to be able to make art. Yeah. You have yeah. to create space for that, whatever that, that does look like for you. And we can put it under the heading of self-care and self-knowing. Um, but I invite all of you, even as you're talking to myself, look, what are we each of us doing? Uh, what is that thing that each of us is doing to take care of ourselves so that we are creating space uh, to, to even know what that expression of our art is? Yeah. And so it's a, you know... A, it's 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 necessary and and sometimes we think oh no we've got to you know we've got to tough it out you know but it requires extra care and extra extra steps to uh, to know yourself and to be in that exploration of it i mean even just the practice of journaling you know i know you journaled in class yesterday in the workshop and i just found like i do doing the the morning pages um you know, from the artist's way, for those of you who don't know what that is, but it doesn't really matter other than just being willing to like allow yourself to feel all the feelings and get them out on the page and process all of that with a, with a certain amount of awareness, um, create space so that you can 
be stronger and more available yeah. to, to, to make art, to do the work. Right. I mean, this is an industry that like will give you 13 pages due tomorrow. Right. And, and if that's injurious to you, if you can't handle that on an emotional level, um, like a, that sucks. Let's acknowledge that. Like that's, that sucks, right? That, that, and it feels like you're not accounting for me being able to do the job that I want to do, right? You're, yeah. you're preventing me from doing my job. It feels impossible. Like, it, it feels like you're disregarding me. You're not yep. caring for like all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Yep. And also they will find an actor who will do it. That doesn't make it right. I'm just saying like, if you are emotionally injured by that, it's going to be really problematic because that kind of thing is going to happen really consistently on set in the casting process and the audition process. Because again, it doesn't have the capacity to to see to your needs, and and, and that's not a tough it up actor. That's like this is the the business should be softer than it is. It absolutely should be. And you know, this podcast has been a place where we've had conversations about how to do that, how to soften, how to make this a more mindful, more artistically leaning industry. And also, this is the industry that that it is. And so, if you're being injured, but it's going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. And so, how can you create a structure that allows you to see that happening in yourself? Ooh, I'm feeling resentful here, and and not act from a place of resentment or fear or whatever or anger, but rather see it happen, and in that scene, kind of create some space. Like, ooh, there's that thing, and then in that space, make a decision about. Um, actually, no, that's not going to work for me. I can get it done by Tuesday, but not tomorrow. Or, you know, or, or like, I'm not going to do this. Or also, you know what? I'm doing this. Yeah. And I'm going to let go of my need to get it right. Or yeah. like, like any yeah, of those yeah, versions yeah. Are, are, are a healthy way of moving forward because they're intentional and they're not just And there's reactive. awareness around that. That's right. And we talk about that in, in many of our self-tape podcast episodes. So listen to those, yeah. including the last one about the self-tape crisis, because we address some more specifics about that. But you have the power once you have this awareness and once you're willing to create that space for your self-care, for your for your practice of healing um, consistently. It's not like I get injured and I fall down and I'm now in, in, in the infirmary or I'm in the hospital and now I have to like heal myself. This is a consistent daily practice, right? And figure out that what out what that is for you, and it can be mind-blowingly uh, healing and wonderful and opening. Um, and then so you can get to a place of, you know what, I'm going to do this work. I'm going to do this self-tape. I'm going to walk onto set and I'm going to be in a place of, I'm going to offer my point of view, right? I'm going to say, this is what I do. Uh, this is this is how I see this scene. This is where this lives in me. This is the way I would do it should you hire me. So now I'm in a, a, a space of offering and collaboration and being unapologetic about my decisions in all of this. And, and then what happens is like, you're elevating the work. You're showing people what you can offer that you're like, I want, it, it becomes exciting and infectious like to watch that person work and you go, oh my God, I want that person in our world. I want that person on my set. I want that person in to tell my story because they are telling me what this is. They are showing up with that kind of authority and that kind of freedom. And that, and they're saying, this is where, this is where, um, this is where this, this work means something to me, and they're and they're offering that with an incredible amount of authority. And that's that those people are working at that level. And and whether they're booking the work or not, they are making a huge impression. And those are the, and 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 then they're walking away from it feeling whole, not feeling injured. You know. So it's like, what is that for you? And and you got like going back to what that practice is. But it's a it's a mindset shift. In how in your relationship with the industry, with the work, and with your own art. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, the the folks who we see who are doing this consistently, at the level of series regular or award winning actor or whatever, mm-hmm. they're figuring out ways to care for themselves and be in communities of care and create structures around them that support their nervous system, that support the industry that they're in and, and that the industry um, will cut them from time to time. Well, they, they will feel injured. And, and you know, even as at our studio, like, I think a lot of actors who are at that level leverage our studio as a place to fill their artistic and emotional tanks so they can then go back to, like they are using our classes um, and leveraging them to their maximum potential to fill them up artistically so that 
they're, they're not asking that from the industry. So that when something comes in that may be professionally exciting to them, financially exciting to them, um, but but doesn't necessarily give them that explosive artistic experience that they might get in class with these actors here, um, that uh, itch is scratched because they're in that. And even by virtue of being in it, they're better able to sort of elevate whatever is given to them to that level. But mm-hmm. but they're leveraging this as a community, this class as a community um, to, uh, to, to, to fill their own tank and to show up to the industry with more, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that is the next level on, on a spectacular uh, level. Let's just take a moment and uh, we're going to take a short break and then we're going to come back and get talk about some of those specifics. You're talented, you're driven, and you're willing to do what it takes to achieve the success you dream of, but like, what exactly should you do? Like, what are the specific actions that you must take in order to elevate your career to the next level? Well, BGB's Career Masterclass Series is the answer to, frankly, all of your industry questions. We are here to give you the totality of our decades of experience in the industry. All of the tips, advice, inspiration, and latest industry intel that we earn from real-world experience at every level of the business. And we're on the ground right now, assessing the changes so that we can offer you everything you need to succeed. Yeah, yeah, we're here to guide you step-by-step through every aspect of the industry, showing you our tested, our proven method to grow your career and really take ownership of it. From getting an agent to your marketing materials to the kind of booking mindset that you need, self-tape strategies, how to get casting directors to find you, and so much more. BGB's career masterclasses are all you need to stay focused, informed, and inspired so you can have the acting career you deserve. We're offering amazing live online masterclasses regularly, plus live on-demand classes, all at affordable prices. We want you to have all the tools you need to take your career to the next level and enjoy doing it with confidence and authority. So go to our website, links shared in each podcast episode, show notes, or find the links in our Instagram bio. And join us for our next live BGB Career Masterclass or one of our live on demands. We'll see you there. All right, so we're talking about some of these next level practices, uh, characteristics that we see successful actors engaging in consistently. It doesn't mean that they, that they you know, uh, are 100% every single time. It means like they come back to this stuff, right? They'll, they'll be up and down like, like everyone, but, but as a through line, you can say their lives, their careers have included these sorts of practices. Um, and there are others, but like we're, we're focusing on this, like that consistent practice with a certain intention, a certain kind, um, yeah. that consistent focus on self-awareness, on the fearless inventory of their behaviors, their thoughts, their, um, you know, their actions, like what, what are they doing, their feelings, how are they affecting their relationships themselves, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And so what's that, what is that boldness and that awareness that brings an actor to that work um, who isn't Meryl Streep or Kobe Bryant or, or, you know, some, you know, we were talking earlier about John Cassell, who's, my favorite actor in the whole world, and and uh, anybody who was near him and would breathe oxygen around him when he was alive and working uh, was made better for it. And Gene Hackman and Al Pacino will talk about that. And of course, Meryl Streep. These are, was, by the way, like this is one of those moments where I have like the the legend of Risa Bremer Garcia. Like it's a shift in me because like you know well, you mean, and I have been at this for so long, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like you know you're my friend and I love you, and like um, and, and then you'll say something. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. Like you knew some of those actors and worked with some of those actors and like oh my god and st- but I still do I will say that w- working like watching those kinds of people work you know the John Cassells of the world in the back in the day as they say which it, um, to me that just becomes a touchstone it just becomes a oh this is the kind of work that I want to be doing that I want to be fostering that I want to be collaborating on and then when I see touches of that, you know, glimpses of that in class or in an audition. You know, when I watch uh, Amanda Warren, um, you know, come in and and audition for a a part in a TV show and and I've shown her tape 
to to the to classes here because it's mind blowing because her story was she does this audition and then you know I'm moved so deeply and I send it to the producers and they call up and they say oh my god she made us cry like who knew and I go yeah let's we got to move or we'll lose her and there's no real pilot season but there were other things that were happening and it goes to the studio and they see that and they go oh my god like we can't lose her and it goes to the network and within 24 hours she's cast right before anybody else can get her and she's got two other offers and she does does the show and and it's extraordinary so what is that thing right and and every time I show it in class um, Zoom class or in-person class, people, I say to, to the group, so what are you seeing, right? And, and they say, well, I feel, felt like I was watching the show. Like, I didn't feel like I was watching a tape. And so what is that thing? So she is, she, and it seemed easy. Everyone kept saying, oh, it seems easy, like she's not working. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, what is that thing that you, you can almost touch it, that John Casal thing, that thing of like, I'm just in this thing. I'm living inside this thing. I'm not. I'm. I'm not working hard, but I'm working deeply. It's that deep, specific, personal work that has an ease to it, a fluidity to it, it and you see the whole person in there. With with it feels magical, but it, it isn't yeah. fucking magical. Right. I mean, part of what we're talking about here, this like this ability to be healing yourself, is like you have to figure out a way to give fewer fucks about the outcome, right? Like, so that you can let go of the self-consciousness and the anxiety and whatever else. Now now we come back to the first point, which is the deep practice, which facilitates that. But at the same time, I mean, this is, again, 2,600-year-old Buddhist philosophy. The issue is craving. If you want this so badly and you are not defined the way you want to be defined, unless you book work, and if you don't book work, you're a loser and blah, blah, and the money, and if you're in that place, that is antithetical to the presence required to be not just present, but that deeply present with your actual feelings as they come up, right? So, so, so then what is the work of mitigating craving? Well, it's practice, it's choice, um, it's doing some of the work of clearing your mind of those thoughts that are getting in your way, it's healing old stuff, and in terms of a practice, again, there, there are different you know, ways in, and, and each actor has to define what those are for you. For some, it might be gung fu tea, it might be meditation, it might be basket weaving, it might be poetry, um, it might, anything, whatever that is for you that takes you to that place, walking, or a collection, likely a collection of those things consistently, so that uh, you are watching your thoughts as they come up, and then when the opportunity comes, and it may not come for 10 years, you know? And then all of a sudden, oh, it's here, it's tomorrow. 13 pages, go. You have the capacity to allow those feelings to flow with you, because that's your talent, and ride the wave, and focus, and, and do all that kind of stuff. And it is not easy, by any stretch of the imagination. Like, this shit is not for the faint of heart. Um, well, and, no, and, and also, like, you got into this thing because you loved it and it lit you up and it made you feel whole and and seen and um it's coming back to doing the work for that purpose we say you know do it for its own sake but coming back to John Cassell he could give a shit about having a career you know and he did Oscar level work before he died and never was you know I don't even know if he was nominated because his work was invisible to people you couldn't see the work but anyone who was in a scene with him said that he made them a better actor but he cared about it the work itself so deeply and it's like what is that for each of you like what is that to care about the work so deeply that you wake up in the morning excited about it and you find your way into it um so fully that it 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 is it, you're all about it when you say you have to act more that's what acting more is you're thinking about it what would it be like to get those 13 pages and while you're showering maybe washing the dishes you know maybe walking your dog you're starting to think about what this is where this lives in you what what the world is you know what your relationships are it starts to become like now you're in the meditation and and the practice of actually doing the work so when you get into that room and turn your camera on it's not like oh do i know my lines have i made choices have i marked things up on my page am i doing what they want did i read the breakdown like none of that matters right and that's the practice and i saw that yesterday in your workshop um 
in with some of those actors who are working at that level where they were there like this they want to book and they need to book and they you know book or they don't book but they are there because they understand what this deep personal work really means for its own sake that then transforms your practice and your relationship with acting and you are in the making of art every friggin day right so that when this when those 13 pages come in you're like oh and there's that but I'm going to go, you know, do this other, I'm going to write some music, I'm going to go walk and meditate and work on, you know, let this thing live creatively in me, I'm going to write some poetry, I'm going to, you know, do all of those things, and I'm also going to put all of that into my own expression of an offering of those 13 pages so that I can say to you, look, this is what I would do if you would hire me, this is, I'm offering this to you, you want more, you want other, I'm here for that, but this is where this, this, this is my version of this, and, 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 uh, and I'm excited by it. And if any I, of this you know, like elicits an eye roll in anyone, because it's entirely possible to like... Why would it elicit an eye roll? Well, because I think we see this too, right? Whether it's like comments on Instagram posts or whatever else. Like what we're talking about is like a purity of artistry. Mm. And I think a response from actors can right, be right, like, right. yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, bills and the kids, there's all sorts of reasons why. Like, Or I do that, I do that, I do that, and nobody gives a shit, right? And yeah. Whatever that resistance yeah, is. yeah. A, like, how's that working out for you? Right. <laughs> like, you're going to have to give yourself to this childlike notion of the the limerence, the the, the whatever, the freedom in uh, the the passion and the joy of artistry. Yeah. That yeah. is that next level shit. Yeah, the aliveness of it is enough. And if you have resistance to yeah. that, yeah. check that. Yeah. Because that's yeah. not going to book you the job. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand the resistance. Of, I mean, oh when God. you say yes. that, I understand that. You know, because we're asking you to do something without results. We're asking you to, like, leap into art, you know, to leap into being creative, to leap into taking ownership of your voice and all of this without without giving a fuck what anybody thinks and you feel like you're like alone like what but what what do they want and and you know there's it's so much work it feels like so much that's why it's at next level shit <laughs> i mean and i mean that like not everyone can do it right so so right, then, right, then right, maybe right, the work right, right, is right. going back to like let me take a look at that resistance, right? Because right. yeah. I don't think you like, oh yeah, I, I'm going to choose to now all of a sudden revolutionize my relationship to acting and to artistry and to, and to practice and to self-awareness and self-knowing after years and years of like being beat down by the industry, right? So, so then, then there's likely a, a, um, you know, a process of going back to let me start with just taking a breath and looking at some of that resistance and what's going on and, and, and going from there. But, yeah. but, but this is that next level shit this is that stuff that we are seeing people do at these highest levels who who consistently book um yeah yeah there's this other notion i want to talk about here which is um this next one listen there are a number of characteristics and then there are a bunch of like unique qualities that people have and also sometimes people book and it's just a, a random sort of situation oftentimes right yeah um but but it's that that depth that we're talking about going deep and and so we're constantly now this is one version of it, but we're constantly now skimming and scanning and scrolling. In, in 2009, researchers at UCSD found that each of us is hit with 34 gigabytes of information every day. I can't imagine what that number is now, right? Um, we're processing more information than, than at any time in history. And so much that, that we don't have the capacity to possibly get that information. We're just skimming on the surface, right? two seconds on an Instagram post and scrolling to another, like the cat video. We won't even watch the whole cat video. We'll scroll forward to that place right, where the cat actually right. falls off the piano yeah, 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 or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. We read, but with 10, 10 tabs open. Um, and, and the result is that we don't have the ability to create space for deep experiencing, for insight, for touching truth, for artistry, actually. And you wonder why you're an actor who isn't booking, <laughs> right? Because you're in the practice of... I mean, as as many of like this is this yeah. is a struggle for humanity right now. I think right. in a lot of ways. Right. But your job, as an artist in society, is experiencing deeply to to sharpen your awareness to a fine point to offer unique insight into the human experience to connect deeply. Um, and more than that, I'd say it's your responsibility as an actor. It's the the value you offer in society, and also it's what you're selling in these auditions. It's how you book work, because you know who else is skimming and scanning and scrolling. 
and engaging in surface level processing casting directors. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're and producers and directors all, and writers. They're through pages yeah. and pages of, of, yeah. of headshot thumbnails, not even watching reels, but watching pieces of pieces of reels, right? Like five second bits of that 20 second edit of a two minute reel or whatever, right? Um, on their phone while they're at their kid's soccer game. So because the industry demands volume and casting directors must see hundreds and et cetera. So what stops their skimming? It's an actor who has the capacity for deep experiencing in each moment, who can connect deeply, who can remind them amidst their scrolling um, that they are a human being, that, 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 that they can feel. Um, and so to be successful, and we see this in, in those actors who are, who are doing work that's moving casting directors on that level, um, the actor must step out of that cycle of surface level intellectual processing and connect to their own humanity, thereby tapping into the universal vein of the human experience, and then dump fuel on that insight, that truth, that artistry, um, and keep that fire burning and burning and burning for decades, you know, so that they can approach their work in a way that actually moves people, that cuts through all that stuff. In five seconds. Right, so that's a really tall order, but also, if you're engaged in that practice, if I wake up, I check my phone, the email, then we're, it's like a video game, and then I'm going to the next thing, and I get rid of Instagram, and the next app I open is Instagram again. I'm even thinking about it, I like, but I just got out of Instagram. Why am I in Instagram? I mean, if you're in that place, there's no space for artistic insight, for allowing your nervous system to feel. We don't take a shit with our phones in, without our phones anymore. Right, so like, and I mean, it's a crass sort of image, but at the same time, we're losing track of, the intestinal function, we're, we're not connected to our, our bodies. And, and, and we're so, looking outward and, and fast. That's right. Yeah. And so again, like this feels like, <laughs> this feels like some sort of finger wagging, like, you know, woo woo thing of the world's gone to hell or whatever. But if you want to book work, you're going to have to experience deeply so much so that you move people on an emotional level who are also in that fog. In the scroll in the fog. So yeah. you're going to have to lead with your own life and and have the ability to step back and allow your feelings to emerge. Yeah, so it's creating space for that, you know? And I'm not saying get off Instagram forever. Maybe. But, well, the, the, the problem with that sometimes is then you feel like, oh, but I'm missing something. So, like, you can... So miss it. Or just take, you know, how much time do you... Like, your phone will tell you how much time you've been on your phone that week, you know. And, and, and I 492 yeah, I hours you've been on your phone, you know. so Because Instagram's to, not the problem. It's right. your, it's your right. obsession with Instagram. That's, that's right. the problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or th and thinking you're going to find something there and, 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 and running away from presence and, and deep ex exploration and living your life, yeah. you know. Um, just to go back to the poetry for a second, I found Please. myself the other day, I was, I was going to go to Instagram and I opened up Instagram and it was some stupid thing and I was just like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the poetry page. I don't need this right now. I, and it, I had to stop myself and go, what am I actually going to get out of this? I mean, I get some news from certain places, you know, bits of news that help me go down some rabbit holes to find other things that matter to me. And, but, but I'm also looking for inspiration. I'm looking for answers outside of myself. So I stopped myself the other day and I went, wait a minute, I don't need that because I'm searching for something outside of myself. What is, would it be like to look in, into myself at this very moment, into my own uh, expression or experience? And I, and I shifted. I didn't get rid of Instagram off my phone, is my point. I just got to a place of awareness. And then I went and I wrote the pages, my pages, my morning pages. Oh, I don't know what time of day it was. And a lot of stuff started coming up, and that was exciting. And then I went and I wrote a poem. And then I went swimming in order to process in a flow, in a meditative flow, what all of that was. And then I came back to my phone and I thought, I don't want to go to Instagram. There's nothing there for me, right? Right. And I was like, and then I came, and then I went and taught a class in a very different mindset. Yeah. But that took a lot of thought, you know, um, awareness, um, uh, really considering what was important. And so, so that's, I think, and it may not feel like, but how do you book work doing that? But there is a direct relationship with being willing to let go of those things that keep us from yeah. that knowing and, and, and what it is to live in a deeper, more personally connected, more honest, you know, place. Right. So most people's relationship to social media at this point, I mean, I'm, I'm talking on my ass. I'm assuming, I mean, the algorithm is designed to do this. So I'm yeah, assuming yeah, yeah. that most of us yeah. who are using social media succumb to this at some point is that... Uh, 
we get addicted to it, that, that it, it fires neurons that make us feel great for a sec. And so if we don't feel great for a sec, uh, going there habitually helps us. We scroll, we see some things, we get lit up in our brain, and then we go back again when we don't feel great. So it's antithetical to the practice of presence. So a feeling comes up, and rather than let it blossom fully, rather than let that energy move through your body, um, manifest itself physically, uh, but, but, but then, and the body's amazing in this way, it can actually process that feeling and let it move, thereby creating room for another feeling, right? Um, we, we shut it down with that addictive behavior. By the way, it, food, you know, sex, drugs and alcohol, like there are any number of ways in which we push down our feelings habitually. Um, but, but if we're in the practice of that, then all of a sudden this beautiful scene is given to you, or maybe not so beautiful, but that demands of you that you experience in real time the totality of the human emotional experience, right? So uh, it's cancer and it's this and it's that, but it's also funny and the blah, 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 blah. But if you're in the practice of those feelings come up and then you shut them down before they blossom or they come up, you separate from them, look back at them with some sort of like discerning, is this a good feeling or a bad feeling or do I feel whatever, um, you're not gonna allow those feelings to emerge and blossom and move. And so your nervous system doesn't trust you because it's saying, hey, I'm here and you go, no, let me just uh, scroll around and see what's, uh, so shush, shush your mouth, nervous system, right? But then when you want it to come forth, boldly, so much so that, that you're a singularity out of a hundred self-tapes, you want your experience through your nervous system to be the one that they go, oh my God, that. But you haven't given it any space and time to be in the practice of emerging consistently. It's not going to be there for you. Mm. And then you wonder why yeah. like, you're disconnected from your work, right? So, so I think artists have a responsibility to step away from the consumption of some of that stuff, or at least have an awareness of what they're consuming, so that they can make art um, and so that they can be the ones who lead, who can show others, who can move others. It's a, it's a, it's a particular position in society, positioning themselves relative to the general output that's coming out there. Father Bronx, who's on um, Instagram, who's just really, really smart, you know, uh, make art, not content creations. And that you're not creating yeah. content, it's yeah. art. That's right, that's right. Um, or else you're not gonna move anybody, then, then why are you doing this? Yeah. And, and, and by the way, you could, exactly, you can put this, what we're talking uh -huh. about, you can take this yeah. and you can put it out on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. And people will see it and be moved by yeah. it and find you in that and go, oh, I want more of that. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it's coming, doing the work in, in, with a different mindset for a different purpose. Um, and, uh, and that's, that's deeper work. And, and it's scary sometimes because you don't know what to do with that space. You know, when all those feelings come up and you don't know, like, how do I fill myself up with this thing? Cause it doesn't feel like a direct relationship with the result of the thing that you think people want. But, but that's the stuff that moves your audience. When you're, when, when people are, are casting directors have 150 self tapes come in for a one scene, you know, small guest star, and they're waiting to be moved. They're waiting for that person who's showing up, it, 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 having a deeper, more personal, more present experience, yeah. you know. And so, that being in the practice of that and separating from all of the things that get in the way of that, there is a direct correlation between that kind of life, that kind of deep experience. And, and 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 booking and that is moving to that next level and that ne next place with a with a lot of trust and a lot of uh, being willing to do it over time and I say you know give yourself this entire year to do that this isn't going to happen in a month it may yeah, not no. even happen in a year but like we're in a great opportunity great moment to say let's walk into the you know the, just give myself the next year to, to start to shift my practice for its own sake and see what happens and find places where you can practice and exercise this deeper work. You know, the other day in class, I, I'm still reeling from it, and it was a few days ago, like four days ago, a couple of actors who are, they're wonderful actors. They are um, committed actors. They, they're actors who work. They're actors who trust their own instrument. Um, they were doing a scene together. I think the assignment was to find a scene from a movie you love where the work is deep and personal. I, that's what everybody seemed to be doing. So I think that was the assignment I gave them. I don't remember. And two pages only. And um, it was a scene from uh, the piano. And these two actors, which is like one actor doesn't speak in, the, in it. And these two actors who didn't know each other um, walked into the work with a certain amount of tr both trust and 
uh, bravery and honesty, trust in their own selves and trust in the space that was created for them and trust in each other, even though they didn't know each other. And they had some ground rules they talked about because it was a physical scene, a you know, big emotional scene. And, and my mind was blown by the level at which they worked, which was just l- l- diving off a cliff and not knowing what was below, you know, assuming that they would land in a safe space or rather a soft space. And it was like dance and it was it was so moving and the whole class, it took our breath away. And when I watch that work, I go, that's the, that's the deep shit that yeah. is like mind blowing. And we all talked about it afterwards. We had to, I have air quotes here, unpack it because their experience was so huge that they needed to express what that was for them. And, and, and the, the group watching had to do that. But we were all transformed by that kind of work, by that kind of commitment, by that kind of bravery, you know, by the willingness and the trust to work at such a deep personal level that to me, that's everything. That's it. That's art. That's that's uh, beauty. That's um, that's the next level shit to me. Yeah. And, and you don't get there if you're not in a practice. You don't get there if you're not looking at your shit. You know, on some level, um, you don't get there if you're not in the practice of presence uh, and allowing for your feelings and your nervous system. You 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 just can't do it. Yeah. Um, and so. You know, the, the invitation here is not to beat yourself up for not being at this level if if you've struggled with some of this stuff. And again, even the people we're talking about here struggle with this. Yeah. But this is sort of their north star that they come back to and 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 they've had the wisdom to create a practice that allows for this consistently. There's an understanding here. Um, but I think the good news is that that a lot of this is a choice. And so right here, like today, you could make that choice to to implement some of these changes. And to explore some of this stuff. It's um, exciting. It really is. It really is. Yeah, yeah, and it's possible. You know, and you all have it in you to do that. And it's necessary. It really is necessary. Because if you want to declare yourself as an actor, as an artist, you know, you do this work and you will see things open and evolve and you'll move through all of that to whatever next level is for you. And your talent, which is given, will expand. And people will see that, fall in love with it. They'll follow you down dark alleys for it. And it'll change you and others. And um, it's what we want and need and really crave from you. We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the Summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Come visit us online at thebgbstudio.com. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful.